Welcome to Thunder Goose. This week is another series dive. Join us as we discuss the complexity of each episode and why we love and or hate the show. <laughs> okay. But I did, just to reiterate, I, I am HR 154 now on Monster Hunter. Get him to my 350th quest. And, uh... This is me not giving a shit. <laughs> just, just doesn't doesn't want to acknowledge it. All right. That's uh, really cool, man. I just... It kind of bums me out that none of my friends like this game like I do. Well, I mean, I'll be completely honest with you. I feel like I don't love a lot of things like you love, Rise. Because you've put so much hours so and hours. time. And, like, like I, I... There is no game... The reason why... Like like uh, Rainbow Six and and like Warzone and all that shit gets hours is because it's mindless. Where I feel like that's every hunt for me now. It's mindless. It, I do it as like the as a thing in the background now. Why do you do it? Because it's because it's enjoyable. So. Okay, well that makes sense. But it's, it's like yeah. I'm, if I'm watching like NCIS or I'm, if I'm watching whatever, you know, I I just play Monster Hunter while watching. Like, it. Hey, you said, are you watching NCIS I right am now? Actually, nice. That's a go to old school because it's on Hulu, right? I, I, it's on Netflix. Fifteen mm-hmm. se- fifteen seasons of it. Wow. So I started going through it because like my mom used to watch yeah, it. Yeah, my well, parents used to watch it too. My parents still do watch it. I guess it's still you, on the air. Know, do you know how much the uh, the main guy in that show makes per episode? Um, no. Five hundred thousand dollars an episode. No fucking way. Yeah. His estimated net worth is a hundred million. Mark Harmon. Damn, dude. Isn't Mark Harmon. Hey, Mark Harmon. Um, send us a check Sponge, for Sponge like the podcast. Three dollars. I wonder. If, I think he was actually military before he was. It would make sense because he's like plays a pretty good marine or ex marine, but or he's just a good actor. Fuck you. He, I mean, he is. I think he is. I think How he's, dare well, you, Mark Harmon? I'm sorry if you weren't in the plays, military. It's okay. He plays Gibbs, which is the character in that show. He plays him well, and I'm and I'm and I'm. I don't know what else he could do. Possibly, I don't know if he's been anything else, but he's good enough as Gibbs to do whatever the hell he wants for the rest of his life. But he's, he's like he's like fifty in. He's like fifty right now, and where I'm like on season two. But isn't he like a detective though? Like he doesn't really do anything There's besides running around with a pistol. There's a lot of action. Hey, motherfucker, freeze. I got a pistol. Yep. Isn't uh, that every cop show? I feel like NCAS are always like cop shows. People are just running around with pistols and stuff. And I'm like, uh, you guys are going to go like catch like a serial like rapist. Like maybe take something more than a pistol. Like what? <laughs> a machine gun. I need a concealable Barrett 50 cal. I want them to take a bazooka and blow the shit out of them. <laughs> I got that terrorist. <laughs> got him, baby. I I mean it's most of it's like uh it's naval because isn't it well, it's it's naval. military murders yeah okay, yeah and so okay military murders yeah yeah so like to be in NCIS's jurisdiction someone in the navy or the marines has to be murdered or killed or okay. something there has to be a crime and like within. JAG was like that but with like the, the court side the court side it's the court side of it yeah. yeah which is what I which is what I watched originally I grew up on that yeah because I think NCIS was a spinoff of of JAG right? oh interesting probably or was it the other way around maybe it's the other way around mm. I don't know. All this I know is become a weird. Obviously, NCS is the one that got big. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. If Mark Harmon. Jack can... had Jack had like fucking like ten seasons. I think did it. It had a lot. One of those seasons. One of those episodes like traumatized me. 
when I was like eight years old. <laughs> like I, I was, I think Jack might have started earlier. Actually, now that I think about it, but uh, I was watching an episode about uh, them trying to figure out in this court uh, battle about what happened on a sub, a navy submarine. Uh huh. And like they, the whole submarine had to give its life basically to protect the America or whatever it was. Yeah, I remember that. But they had to drown themselves basically. In yeah. It, and it was like, oh my gosh. And I remember just like watching that episode as a kid, like yeah. as an eight or nine year old, without like knowing, like without realizing, like I am way too, uh, I'm way too like a person that feels pity as it is. Whatever that means about me personally or psychologically, whatever, I feel a lot of pity right. for things. Um, you mean empathy or pity? Like pity, like, I pity. Like, like I feel bad for people that have to go through that stuff. Okay. Like empathy for sure, but yeah. I think this is more, I'm trying, trying to be more succinct than empathy. Okay. Because empathy just means that I feel I can relate to others' emotions. Right. I'm trying to narrow it down to pity. Okay. Which is uh, like, I feel bad. Like it's like in uh, The Mummy, the original Mummy. You remember when Emotep first wakes up and takes that guy's tongue and eyes? Yeah. And I, I felt so bad for that guy. And then Emotep comes back and then just comes to kill him. After the guy thinks he's gotten away, I felt I felt like emotionally scarred for that dude that lost his tongue and eyes. And that dude was a piece of shit too in that movie. Yeah, stuff that scarred me when I was a kid. That's pretty. I was cool, twelve man. years old and I saw the mummy and it freaked me out. What the hell, dude? Why did you watch it? Uh, I was on TV. <laughs> <laughs> Thunder Goose Podcast. Luke and Joel. I am Joel. Um, thanks for. Uh, listening to our intro and our banter. Uh, we are, this week is the final episode of our series dive. I don't on, want it to go, man. <laughs> oh, on, yeah. I don't want it to end. I yeah, love this show. On uh, Death Parade. Death Parade. Sorry, yeah. I interrupted you. You meant Death Parade, though, not like Bleach or anything, but. No, oh, Bleach too. No, I'm just kidding. No, but, also, but uh, yeah. yeah, Death Parade for sure. I, I love Death Parade, man. Yeah, this these uh, these last two episodes kind of just make me realize. Like, yeah, it makes like, me cry a lot. Yeah. Um, so these last two episodes are the ones where if you guys are kept up last week, we did uh, eight through 10 this week. We're doing 11 and 12 to kind of finish off the series, which I think we've, we've never done this many episodes for, did we do a race in two weeks? No, we didn't. Or did we? I feel like we did a race. I thought we did a three. Might have been three. I think it was three. Man, we did a race so fast compared to this. Yeah, I mean, it's true. I think we did... Cowboy Bebop was the same way. We did it like five or six episodes of Pop. Yeah. Well, Cowboy Bebop took... I think it has four episodes, right? Or five. There's five episodes. It was in five weeks. Oh, five, so five weeks, yeah. So yeah. it took five weeks for that one. And then... Uh, yeah, I mean, erased, I mean, erased... You know, I mean, I feel like we should have given it more time. Uh, but at the same time, we were still learning like what we yeah. were even doing, you know. But but yeah, I we're mean, spending a whole month on Death Parade now, which is the same on episodes, you know. Totally, man. Um, I mean, but it's worth it. It's so good. Yeah, just just the general thoughts right before we start. I freaking love this show so much, dude. Easily, I think honestly, this show goes down in like a top ten. I think for for me, there's an analysis of emotion in this show that most shows have never touched. Like yeah, a, like a deep, or if they do, they touch a piece of it. And I feel like this show, this they show don't do does justice. A lot. Yeah, yeah, this this show is like, no, we're gonna dive into what it means to interact with emotions and how what it means to actually see someone that way, and and one step further, make a judgment on that. You know, I think it's like almost even like what I get from it is it's like what it is like to be a human. Yeah, because I think like again, right? Like the arbiters are kind of at least two of them are very uh, 
curious about humanity and like what that means and like what but what being alive even that like what is what is what is the point of life and then why are you even living you know yeah. what i mean so that especially these last two obviously last episode for sure like I dived into that i think but i think as a whole man i don't know it's just just the emotional like complexity that human beings are and then like how like they like you know in the beginning it's it's very simplified out of a out of like a you know wrong doing but then from there it gets to like yeah. a place where it's like it's showing the complexities it's so good it's, dude. there's so much intricacy to how every character is written in this show like i there's not a single character in the show that like i think it's the short end of the development stick there's right? one i think who the uh, the door the doorman. Oh, Clavi- oh, I'm, oh, sorry. Let me clarify. There's not a single character put into the test. Okay. Into the yes. actual, like, um, correct. Into the actual, like, yeah. play game uh, position that doesn't get a, uh, that doesn't get, like, a shifted or sh- shafted on development. They all get their full, their full, uh, chance to really, really be like, this is emotionally who I am. This is my life as I've been through. Some of the best ones are obviously given a little more time you know totally totally. but there's not a single character i don't think i would forget about you know like i think they're all very well written and very well displayed and very well paced yeah i feel like the episodes are so well paced um because yeah that that is something that is very hard i think in a lot of anime or shows in general is pacing and like how you are getting just from a to b with with not losing interest right you know but mm-hmm. also explaining exactly what you're trying to do because i never felt like i was kind of like yanked around like oh uh we're doing this thing now or this thing now or here's this piece of information and you're like why do i need to know that mm-hmm. you know i felt like this was very just consistent and it was consistently very good i yeah i think it was consistently masterful yeah and and like i just yeah I yeah. mean, we'll talk about that at the end of this episode, too. We'll have a few uh, questions to ask each other about how we feel overall about the anime after we discuss these two episodes. Um, so, uh, again, once again, we apologize if it feels like a shorter episode. I think to give these episodes in this show the actual breathing room it deserves, we, we're we trying to make sure we have a bit more of uh, availability in terms of space. So this is how it ended up. Yeah. But, uh, you know, maybe it's going to be super long. Who knows? Yeah, we know. Yeah, who knows? Um. But if you're good, episode 11. Let's do it. Episode 11. What's it called? Memento Mori. Uh, what does that mean? I, uh, I wrote it down somewhere later, I think. Uh, remember that show. you must die. Yeah, they define it in the show, right? Memento Mori. It's like the, the remembrance of that you're going to that you will die. End. Yeah. yeah. Um, this episode is the beginning of the end of the show. So these next two episodes are kind of like it almost feels like, it feels like a two-parter in that sense. Totally, but this one uh, way more focuses on Chiyuki mm-hmm. um, as a character and really properly sending her off. Uh, but we also kind of get some good um, finality to uh, Ginty and Mayu, mm-hmm. which is where we'll start the episode. Yeah, is with uh, Mayu back at Ginty's bar. Yep. Do we ever get a name to Ginty's bar? No, we don't. I don't think so. I didn't. I didn't hear one, or I don't remember it. I was going to say, whatever, Ginty's Brad traditional Japanese bar. Yeah. With, it's the, with the cool uh, um, 
those little ma- dolls. I want to call them Matryoshka doll- dolls, but those are those are the Russian ones that nest. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they, uh, the 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 whatever Japanese dolls or Chinese dolls he's playing with. I can't remember. Yeah, I don't remember. But those those handmade wooden dolls with the larger head. Mm-hmm. Um, love those. Uh, so that starts off basically with um. <clears throat> so Ginty obviously hasn't judged this person. If you remember Ginty. This was episode six, I believe, of Ginty actually having them, and it was uh, Mayu and Harada who had a who had a game to play with Ginty. Yeah, and the game was Twister, uh, yep. and just like Chiyuki with Deckham, uh, Mayu was unable to be judged by Ginty based on whatever Ginty was thinking. Right, right. Um, both of them, I think, he seemed like he was he wanted to send them both to the void, but then right. they both really turned a a good. No, in the end, right. I mean, it feels like Ginty sent a lot of people to the void <laughs> with just the way that he had with like his demeanor towards humanity in the yeah. beginning, uh, and then towards the end. Uh, you know, I feel like the drastic change is, is good, but I think that was like the turning point for him for sure. Yeah, I think Mayu definitely, I don't know if he changed him, but Ginty, because Ginty is always annoyed and always pissed off, and he seems to end it that way. Um, totally in this show like he seems yeah it feels like he thinks he comes out on top after all this where he, where like maybe ginty didn't grow but like he was at least shown what deckham was dealt right right and so at least gives ginty perspective right uh, and, and yeah ginty- i feel like ginty gets perspective and um within this realm like i uh well we haven't talked about it yet but i he just he's, he is having second thoughts right at the yeah. moment right and so i think that is that shows a little bit of character too right like change wise yeah. so instead like he's like i've never th- questioned anything i've done until right now yeah you know so right uh and now she's still there right, right. uh which i wonder if she was there for judgments like i wonder if she was actually there for getting to deal with more judgments because they don't ever really show that they never show that but yeah. i wonder if she was there to actually witness what was going on i feel like not probably because because of what episode 12 at the very very end uh, after the credits or maybe right before the credits I can't remember but um, there's another rule that's made that we'll talk yeah. about later and I think that if that was it, I feel like that might have come up more you know because like like someone like like Deckham totally changes whereas whereas Ginty does not right, right. It's, so a good, think, it's a good dichotomy that, yeah yeah. So like she might have been there or whatever, but I don't know if she was like sure. as invested or, or if he was as invested in her. Because ultimately it is the same scenario as Deckham and Chiyuki and then Mayu totally. and Ginty. It's just that Chiyuki affects Deckham right. and Mayu does not affect Ginty. Correct. Uh, so Ginty kind of proposes. Uh, so so up until episode six, after that, we really don't see Harada, which was the uh, mm-hmm. cross heart attack guy, mm-hmm. the pop star she was paired in a game with. We don't really see him after the episode until this episode, and all we really get is a kind of a, a, a soulless body of Harada, right? And uh, I believe Ginty just says, yeah, he's here, but his soul's not caught up yet. So, but I need you to make a choice, and he does it to Mayu, right? Yeah. He puts Mayu in the spotlight and says, I need you to choose whether Harada goes to the void or this other guy goes to the void. Right. But that other guy... <laughs> Looks a lot like Light from Death Note. Did you notice that? Yeah, he does. I even Googled that, and there's like a there's a bunch of people talking about that. Interesting. It's, it's Yagami Light from Death Note. I was like, what the frick, dude? Dude, that would be... That, I mean, like, again, it's probably, quote unquote, officially not, because yeah. I don't think it's the same company Easter that egg, they can't right? do that, right? Yeah. But it, it would be a good, like, homage, like, to, like, some, some you know, 
So like the anime that you like and and love, like you're like, hey, like I can, you know, put this kind of character likeness in my videos. Yeah. And that's a question posed, but it's a question posed to Mayu that kind of extends the entire episode. Like we dip out of this part and it doesn't resolve to the end of the episode. Right. Um, but she has to choose basically if do I send Haruda to the void or do I send um this guy to the void? And she doesn't know what this guy did. And Ginty won't even tell her what he did. Right. He's just saying, does that matter? You know? Uh, ultimately, the right choice would be to say neither. I'll go myself still because she was willing to do yeah, that. Yeah, and she said that multiple times. Right. And he said, and he until he then explained what the, the void, void was, what the yeah. void was, and then she like, you know, she kind yeah. of uh, which uh, for for our listeners, the void is, I guess, like you lose all senses except for all of the negative ones. So like pain, despair, you, you and you embrace those, and you emotions. feel like you're constantly falling forever. So it's like your guts constantly like in. Like, you know, when you fall back out of your chair and your gut drops? Yeah. It's like that feeling of, of constant, like, n- like nervousness or I did something wrong. Right. Or, and then you embrace the negative emotion. So it's like, it's com- it's hell, right? Yeah. It yeah. is hell. I had, I assumed it was more like damnation. Or sorry, that, annihilation. Annihilation. That's what I thought, too. Yeah. And they said that. I was like, oh, that sucks. It's like, now like, I feel more bad for the people who went there that I'm like, uh, I don't know if you yeah. deserved it. But and now yeah. it's more like, no, you just, you are just like, it's a, it's almost like a Christian hell kind of thing. Yeah. Right? Like, uh, yeah. you're just damned. To some degree, yeah. yeah. You're damned. That's it. Depending yeah. on your interpretation of that. Well, of course. But yeah, but uh, yeah. But right. The, yeah. The, but, you, there uh, is a damnation. It's not just like a, you're out of existence. Right. right? Yeah. You're not annihilated. Yeah. Uh, and I guess annihilation is a, is a, is an alternate Christian perspective too. When it right. comes down to it, so yeah, whatever. Um, so she gets that pose that question, uh, and that we don't get that answered for quite a bit. Um, we then go back to uh, Deckham and Chiyuki, mm-hmm. and it kind of gives us a backstory. It shows us the first scene of Chiyuki meeting Deckham. Yeah, which is like, yeah, it's funny because I was like taking notes and I was like, wait, 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 I had to erase it because I was like, wait, that, that's the past, bro. Like right. you know, yeah. Because it, it starts off, I think, with him giving her ice skates, and then there's tell a flashback. Well, he says, right? "Tell me everything." Well, yeah, he says, "Tell me everything," and then and then there's like that flashback, and that's when I thought like she came out in like regular clothes, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, weird." Like, yeah, so that messed me up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, me too. I mean, the the show's not gonna it's it doesn't do the best time, job of that personally, in my opinion. But there's a little there's a little bit lack of communication sometimes in this show. I yeah. get it. I've really seen only a handful of times, but yeah. yeah there sometimes is. it just wants you to feel something more than understand something. Totally. Um, whatever. I'm not against that. I, I can get frustrated here and there, but whatever. Uh, but Chiyuki, it shows Chiyuki walking out of the elevator up to Deckham. Mm-hmm. It's just by herself, though. Not with anyone else, right? No one else, yeah. But she says, well, how did I get here? I'm supposed to be dead, aren't I? Yeah. And then she goes, "How? Did, but how did I die? And it affects Deckham, right? Like This is where like De- Deckham does this crazy, like, complete emotional you know like his his eyes widen you know and he's like you know and so like she which we 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 talked about before but the reason why she couldn't be judged because she knew she was dead therefore she wouldn't participate in the game right right and so they had to end up uh putting her i guess like to sleep or or whatever so that way they could kind of like erase her memories again and they could hopefully maybe restart from the beginning right um from there, I th- I don't remember if there's a scene with uh, Mayu and Ginty. I think there is. Uh, there's not, right? No, okay. I don't think it just so. Just goes right to the ice skating scene. Yeah, it goes okay. ice skating. This is where we kind of get oh. our big Lord of Chiyuki, which is 
phenomenal. First Dude, off, it's so this good. scene is is probably one of the best scenes in the entire anime, right? Yeah, like I agree. Easily. They they take the time to tell a story without any language. Yep. It's all through pictures, mm-hmm. but even though it's all pictures, you know exactly what's going on the entire oh, dude. time. It's incredible. Yeah, I I shit myself when I did the, when I saw this. I yeah. didn't, but I could have. I honestly forgot about this. I, I forgot oh, about dude. her. I forgot about this, and I forgot about her story. You're whack. There's no my, way. In my in my head, I was. How like, did you forget this? Well, dude, like I, I once they started doing it, like the memories kind of obviously started to flood back. Right? Mm. They gave them back to me. Um, they gave them back to you. Yeah. <laughs> the information bureau. <laughs> yeah, the information bureau gave them back. Um, but like, I don't know, man. Like I, I had kind of forgotten a little bit of, I, I forgot the reason of her death too. And all these other things that we'll get into. Um, but like, I remember as soon, so as soon as the, the, um, uh, she kind of gets onto the ice skating rink and then a makes like the, the, um, puppet or whatever, like the play piano, play piano. Then my memory was like, boom, like it just like flipped on of like, oh yeah. And they play the theme of the show basically. Yeah. It's yeah, so good, man. Uh, so it shows Chiyuki's life from when she was a little kid, mm-hmm. learning about, uh, which essentially is about her one of her passions, and she was learning to ice skate. Right. Uh, and I, I should also mention, Chiyuki does come out. She comes out. Uh, the reason why Deckham uh, says, tell me everything, is because he hands her a card from the last episode uh-huh. when they were playing Old Maid. Yeah. Uh, she, she hands her the Joker card, which had the ice skates on it, right? Correct. Yeah. And then she's looking at her outfit in her closet, which is an ice skater's outfit. Yeah. And she's wearing that in this moment while ice skating in this rink that Yeah. And in Deckham- previous episode, she had been like, oh, like the episode two or three, she was like looking through her clothes and it's like the same every single right. thing except for that one that was different. She's episode like, huh, what's that? Five, put I that believe. There? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Five. When they okay. started in the first kind of lore thing. Gotcha. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right with the book. Yeah, okay. Yeah, which yeah, with the book when things started to seem like they were trying to plan stuff for her. Correct. Um so she's ice skating and it kind of gives us a I don't know, maybe four or five minute thing of her past, of everything about her. Maybe less than that, honestly. But she it shows us basically as a little girl learning to ice skate, uh having friends, hanging out with her parents. Right. And as, it's like a very loving relationship. It's very good. She had a great life. Mm-hmm. It seems like like a wonderful, wonderful life. Yeah, met friends. Met friends. There was a boyfriend at some point who yeah. might have been her coach or something. Yeah, that was weird because like I feel like she was like walking with a guy and then like they also almost alluded to like the coach being a boyfriend too, right. maybe, or maybe he was the boyfriend. Right. So but yeah, the, I it's, didn't know. It's ultimately it felt, irrelevant. Yeah, it really it, doesn't it, matter. It also just paints us her life. Like she had a good life. Right. There was opportunity for her. Um and it's 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 honestly it's a striking scene because of how beautiful it is and how well yeah. it is. And he makes uh, the uh Deca makes all the other so like this whole yeah. time we've every single game has been in an amphitheater with puppets with like who have seats, been here right? before, right? Like boxies all the way up. And um this is the first time that they're utilized. So they're like clapping for her when she's doing her, you know, moves and ice skating dancing and all that kind of things. As we're learning about the scene, she's doing an ice skater's routine. Right. Right. She's Which doing, is probably the one she did right before. This is Michelle Kwan. Yeah. You know who that is? Is that a famous ice skater? It is. Yeah. Olympian, I'm right. She, I don't know if she's a she might be Olympian, but she's retired by now. Okay. She's, she was really big in the early 2000s. Um, but that's, you know, that, that's a dumbass reference, so screw us. Shit, I ruined this whole app podcast now. Yeah, I'm going to quit. Yeah, me too. Bye. See ya. So this whole routine she does, and it gets it actually culminates to a point where she, she she's basically from... 
I know it's hard to interpret this, but basically she seems like she's talented enough to basically go do this for a living. Like this would have been like her. She's almost there, if not there. like she would have gone Olympian, yeah. basically, if that was if this was the case. Like she right. would have been like a world renowned one. Um, but there is a, a moment where she's doing a routine, which I assume is live, mm-hmm. and she busts her knee right like really bad right and then it flashes to another scene of a doctor showing an x-ray well real quick so when she busts her knee in real life or in her memory her knee gets busted in in like this world and it's just like the mannequin knee oh the skin pops I thought, off, yeah. yeah and then she like falls down and then and then it goes back to those memories of of her talking to her doctor right and then her being in the hospital and all of just her, with the musical you know. overlay the entire time too yeah no, again no, no words no audio no word is, or, yeah sorry, no audio no yeah 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 but, um, yeah yeah and uh and then we find out this is kind of what turned her life around like she had trophies in her room that she can't stop looking at yeah and this culminates out uh, to a discussion between her and Deckham sitting on the steps into the rink. And her, she's just telling him about uh, this incident. And it's like, it's not even the injury that took me out. Like, it's not even that that ruined me. My whole life was around ice skating. Mm-hmm. All my friends, all my family friends, you know, it was all about ice skating. And once yeah. I couldn't do it, she said, I lost um, everything and I felt worthless. Yes, because I wrote down a quote. It says everyone felt like strangers, um, right? And then, and then her her relationships felt hollow, right? Um, and and because of that, she began to hate herself. Well, she felt like nothing is what she says, yeah. And because of that, she began to hate herself, right? Uh, and ultimately, because of this, she ends up cutting her wrists and bleeding herself out in the bathtub, right? So Chiyuki died by suicide. Yeah, she took her own life, yeah. Which is ultimately just super depressing. Super sad. Yeah. Dude, um, like it was I'll be honest, like I that's that's what I had forgotten because there's a piece of me that was like, "Oh, did she like hit her head on the ice skating rink? Did how she, did she actually thing, die?" And, and, I, thing, and yeah. I I kind of forgot that um that she took her own her own life and it was just like super like somber in the way that even that they were just like showing it because once she was like starting to like put the pieces together like she had kind of finally like realized too like what they had done and they had shown a scene before she realized what she did where her um her mom came in and asked her like you know how she was doing and how you know like the, the dinner's ready and she didn't want to eat and uh um, well she sees chiyuki staring at the trophies right and she says you know i was always proud of you mm-hmm. for doing this but i'm way more proud of you for you trying to find your happiness or right something like that. for like for, for like who you've become and like right. how, how you're doing things and you know yeah and then Shuki goes that's not it and yeah she starts bawling right because up until then she actually hadn't cried over this incident right it was only then that she started like breaking down emotionally yeah and realizing it's because i have no life like there's nothing for me anymore like my whole life was centered around this right it's gone now yeah so i have nothing which means i am nothing which means what's the point of living right so yeah ultimately depressing i can see it's it's it is a well detailed and thought out plot point though Mm -hmm. which is like a level of mastery you just don't see a lot you know right it's 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 complex it's difficult yeah it's it's a hard conversation to talk about too right it's like a heavy heavy uh you know just topic in general i I mean it's relatable in a sense too like my sister she tore her acl in she was doing soccer for San Diego mm-hmm. outside of, I think it was after the end of high school or after high school. Cause she had kind of, she was varsity high school or soccer in high school. 
and then she was also doing club, which mm. was the stuff that goes to compete statewide, right? Right. right. Um, but she tore her ACL. And because of that, she could never play soccer competitively again. Yeah. She had to stop. And I remember my sister just being emotionally distraught because she couldn't, she couldn't do this anymore. Like it was something she had loved so much and was so passionate about, but uh, you know, she bounced back and thankfully she didn't, she didn't end up in a place where Chioki did. Right. But I know it's possible to. Oh yeah. I know if you put your identity in something like that, you know? Yeah. I mean, I've, I've come close to doing that with my own life and and totally different reasons, you know? And so, I mean, I get, yeah, it's a very relatable uh, episode. I, I mean, I, I was like losing it to be honest. Like once like the piano started playing, I started like tearing up and then I was like crying the whole time. Yeah. It's it's <laughs> all the way until uh they they start talking about like Deckham when Deckham asks her like you smile when you're ha- humans smile when they're happy and they and they cry when they're sad, right? And then she's like smiling, but he couldn't knows that she's sad and she's like, So that must mean I'm happy, right? And he says, I want to understand. Cause, yeah, because yeah, Deckham is I mean, respect for a life well lived. Feels like not a lot of lives well lived come in to play with him. Correct. <laughs> you know, totally. But, yeah, but it, it's like it seems like he wants to understand why Chiyuki took his own life, her own life, at some point because she had a life well lived, except for that one moment of changing it all. Right. Yeah. So yeah, um, yeah, and I, I, I mean, I'm sure we've discussed enough of that to this point, so we can probably move on. But definitely, yeah. Uh, so. So yeah, so they ultimately with where we were at, um, you know, Deccan wants to know more, right? And so they go to the bar right. and they start having a drink, and she's like talking to him a little bit, and he's talking to her, and this is where the drink comes up. He makes the drink, uh, and he makes right. a drink called Memento Mori, which is again, it's a remember that you must die. Um, and she it, thinks it's delicious. Yeah, and everyone likes it, and I think the other people, I think this is the drink that he makes the most, and he makes it for that, for is it, um. Is it? I can't remember if it's the main girl, Nor- Nona, or if it's one of the other compadres that, or the the mind chick, the people who do the memories. Oh, I can't remember uh, which Quinn? one, but they say they love it. Quinn, and, Quinn, yeah. I I think that's what he made for Quinn. Honestly, it might have been what he made for Quinn. Okay, I don't remember? Okay, we could go back and double check that at some point. We yeah, probably never will for the listener. But yeah, ourselves, but we can look for ourselves. But um, we'll tweet it, dog. Don't yeah, worry. we'll tweet it. We got you. Um. But yeah, so so that that is like a super interesting thing. But it's, uh, uh, but that but yeah. that also makes you believe like that's his signature drink, right? Like that's what he serves his patrons, you know? right? It's just like his this memory. Mori. Remember yeah. that you're dead. And disclaimer, um, I actually was trying to look it up. Um, there's only like one or two uh, places that po- both have totally different ingredients <laughs> into what this thing is. Does it have curacao in it? It uh, does. Ugh, I don't like curacao at all. Um, but you could always adjust it, you know. Blue curacao is like yeah. It just you could just like, put food coloring in it. It just tastes like pure sugar to me, dude. It is pure sugar. It's <laughs> like why I, it I tastes like, like that. Yeah, it's sweet, probably. I mean, yeah. I imagine Mentamori is a sweet drink, a sweet cocktail. Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, he does that for her. Yes. And it knocks her out. Right. She starts to she starts to fade, and he says, "I'm sorry," and then she passes out. And yeah. I wrote, I said. Was it poisoned or was he just knocking her out? <laughs> like, you know, I was like, I didn't really know because I kind of forgotten. I did forget the last, like, f- the first, like, 15, maybe 12 minutes of, like, the first uh, of, of episode 12. But yeah. Uh, after she passes out, he does ask Quinn for all of her memories. Yes. He asks for everything. Right. And it does show Quinn giving him a full 
uh, glass framed picture, right? Which is to represent her memories, right? Right. It's not just um, a little bit, right? It's not it's just like shards or, yeah. or bits. It's it's the full picture of, of everything of which Chiyuki's is so past. cool. It's such a fascinating I way. I almost to wanna, do memories. I almost want to get that like actually made. Yeah, same. I don't know how to do that, but I want. I mean, it. you just take a picture and you just ask someone to make it. <laughs> It's gotta be so expensive though. Like, you know what I mean, mean? you like, can have it painted or something. You don't even need to. I mean, if you want sure. it as a stained glass window, then yeah, dude. I want hell the real, yeah, I want the real deal, man. Man, you rich thing. baby. No, I don't, have, I don't have the money for that. It's, it's like least... wait. Hey, how about this? Once we become millionaires, then we'll buy one. And then we'll auction it off. Uh, yeah, it'd be like two thousand dollars at least for that thing, dude. For sure, three thousand, two thousand dollars. It's not a bad idea though to get like a painting of it and hang it up though. But I like, yeah, it's cool for our studio in the future. Yeah, why not? Why not? That'd be cool. Um. So that's 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 basically the rest of of Deckham in this episode. Oh, right. Unless you got one last thing. No, I just had the next. I don't know the next part where we go back to Ginty's spot. Well, uh, Quinn does tell Nona this is going on. Oh, that's true. So I just did that, and then Nona, and then the last thing in the episode is well, that's not true. Nona is going to. I don't know where she's going after this, but she's heading up to the elevator, and um, in her area, no. That's the very beginning of of episode 12. Nope. It does end with Oculus out of the elevator. Oh, okay. And yeah, it you also it. starts with Oculus attack moving on. You know. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You're so right. You're it right. does end with with uh, Nona walking to the elevator and seeing Oculus. Right. And then you're right. A small exchange about, hey, where are you going? He goes, wherever I want to go, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then that, <clears throat> that kind of goes on that way. Our final, final scene is actually Ginty right. from the beginning. And... Uh, Mayu resolving her thing. Right. <clears throat> it looks like they press a button, maybe. Well, yes. But they don't say I, it. I didn't say that earlier because uh, Ginty, Ginty does say once you've made your decision where to save Harada or this other guy, yeah. press a button to let yeah. you know. It seems like she's made her decision to save Harada. Yeah. Like she, she made could have just picked him up and walked into the elevator, though, too. Right. We just don't but know. We don't know. You don't know. You don't... But it ends up with Harada who is still lifeless at this point, or right. quote-unquote soulless, maybe? Yeah, soulless, I think, is what um, it is, yeah. And But Mayu, he made a request for it to come back. We didn't mention that, but he said, we don't know what's going to happen, so, right. yeah. Going into an elevator with the white mask, the reincarnation yep. mask above it. Right. Um, and she's walking in, and she's in the elevator with Harada and looking at Ginty, and they have a discourse back and forth uh, about why are you judging, like, why did you choose this? Do you remember the content of that more and more? Yeah, so she... Um, I'm not as clear on it. It's- yeah, so she was saying... Let's see. Okay, so she was pretty much saying that she felt sorry for the arbiters because um, he was kind of making fun of her life choices or like what even is like a human life? Um, like what did you live for? And she's like, I am I get to make my own choices and I'm choosing to like to, to live for him because he, he was like, who is this guy? To oh, that's you? right. Because he asked her like, well, yeah. what if it wasn't him? Like what if he just wasn't around? Would you have a purpose to live for? <laughs> yeah. And she goes, why does that even matter? Right. Right. And, and, and so that that's so it's just super interesting it's a very interesting like perspective to have and right. i do like the fact that she she kind of says like um you know it, it must be sad like to be like i envy you kind of almost like or pity you i think is more so like what it is where um as an arbiter you have no you have nothing yeah you, you don't have any choices orders, you just follow you don't orders have to worry about the consequences that's it yeah there's no emotional disparity for you because you don't have to deal with that right and he goes it must be nice. Yeah. 
Which is such a backhanded way of saying... <laughs> I loved it, first Yeah, off. me too. It was also, like, heartbreaking to hear Ginty say that. Yeah. Because I think that's the first time you really get to see Ginty, like... I I know my lot in life, and it sucks ass, but right. I'm going to deal with it. Right. And Ginty, she, yeah, he's she someone who that for a, travels on, whereas... Yeah. where Or, like, like, Ginty is someone who pushes through. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's interesting, because I feel like this episode shows his, like, pain... And frustration, like even at like the system, and then um, it hit a little bit of like envy for like their life, you know. So yeah, um. the cat. I want to make this distinction. The cat. So the elevator doors are starting to close, and she says she's yelling at him. And when she yells, "I pity you," the cat jumps walk, out of his yeah. a- hands and just goes somewhere. We don't know where. I don't think they show it. I don't think so. Maybe into it, the elevator. I mean, the I point know. of it is the cat leaves the comfort of Ginty because I think the cat's not comfortable with that side of Ginty. Yeah. Or or maybe that side of Ginty is the side that's too real. Right. Um, all I know is that the cat decides to leave Ginty. Yeah. At that point, it means something. It means something, yeah. Um, whether that's Ginty not hiding behind the cat or whether it's Ginty being his true self, we don't know. Yeah. But all I know is this is like the, the moment in the show where you feel like kind of bad for Ginty. Totally. Who Who really does feel like... This is an arbiter who feels like he's he's trapped almost. He's stuck in his way. Yeah, he doesn't have a choice anymore. He's just a, he's an arbiter at this point. Yeah, and it's like shit. What well, Deckham's actually kind of fighting out of that, you know? Totally. Ginty's the one who's not. Yeah. So the elevator closes, and then the douchiest thing in the entire episode. No. Okay, Joel's. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say, Joel's. I'm gonna talk about this because you think it's douchey. I think it's good, man. I, so I think it's like I. Well, I just feel bad. Why? So. Because I don't think they should have gone to the... Well, you go ahead and do... The okay, thing. so let me do my thing and then you can do your thing. So uh, so what happens is they get in the elevator, it, door closes into the conversation. Um, they start going down or up. I, I don't really know how this works. But they start to unravel. Their bodies start to decay. Um, and she's just like really you know, thankful that she's there with him. And there's this moment where he wakes up and like they look at each other and they both smile and then their bodies just explode into mannequins and their souls leave and kind of become one and then float back into like the existence no so yeah what, what happens is this the mask changes to the void oh it does and ginty sends them to the void oh my god that's, that's why so it's jacked funny. up because ginty feels like i feel like he tricked him yeah. Do you remember that? What, dude, honestly, I guess I was writing my notes and okay. I didn't see that. Holy the sign, shit. The mask. <laughs> I know. No. It's awful. The mask flips and it shows the Oni mask with the oh, horns. Ginty, you the, bitch. It shows the elevator screeching down, right? Yeah. And as soon as they, as soon as Hardest soul comes back to the mannequin and his eyes open, they are touching hands and then they disperse like they become just their souls and they're intertwined yes but they're also intertwined in the void so ginty gives them what they what they wanted was to be together forever but he also sends them to the void it's super jacked up damn dude i honestly that changed my whole thing because i literally wrote it down as like this beautiful moment to where they go to the void or sorry they go to reincarnation reincarnation as like most maybe like like a connected soul or something like you know what i mean like just like as being like Maybe some like a person or a thing that will have um, just better life and happiness. Yeah. So, dude, that ruins that whole thing. Dude, it makes that's it so brutal. Much sadder, huh? But that makes but that means then 
the that only she pressed the button. The only way, exactly, she chose someone else to die, which I think put her in the guilty that, camp. Yeah, that means she had to press the button then. But the only way for her to be with Harda forever is to be in the void. Yeah. Because if she's reincarnated, she's sent to somewhere else and Harda's into somewhere else, right? Right. So she got what she wanted. She gets to be with Harda forever. It's just in the void. Crazy. It's super sad. Dang, dude, that is sad. Yeah. That bums me out. I'm yeah. bummed out right now. It bums me out too. That's why I think it's a douchey. Damn, dude. I win. was like super stoked on Ginty. Now I'm not. Yeah. Let's. Well, Dang, let's, bro. Let's, that's yeah. messed up. Yeah. Well, we're gonna. I can't move. believe I missed it. What a what a pinnacle detail to miss. Gee whiz. That's like <laughs> a game surprised. changer. Yeah. I thought you would agree. That's with why me, you man. were like, yeah, like like why? And I'm like saying that you're like probably like what the hell is he talking about? <laughs> I wish I saw your version, man. Dude, me too. I wish it was real. <laughs> yeah. So, episode 11, that was it. So good. It makes me, because I mean, episode 12 does jump in right right away, basically with uh, Nona and um, Oculus. But yeah. Episode episode 12 uh, is called Something Different. Yeah. And, uh, oh, yeah, that's a dark name. Huh? It's called Suicide Tour. Yeah. <laughs> which is a very dark name. Yeah. I've already put a disclaimer um, before this show. Um, and I'm sure that's everywhere because it's a sensitive subject. But um, yeah, I mean, here we go. It's it's very beautiful and sad at the same time. So let's get into it, baby. Um, it's I. I mean, I just want to also echo that and just say, yeah, this this show deals with some adult themes that, uh, and I I personally believe it deals with it delicately, and it doesn't deal with it in a shitty way or a very um negatively disgusting way or anything like that like i don't think no it, it doesn't glorify it it doesn't doesn't yeah it's um and it doesn't it doesn't glorify it and it doesn't like I, i'm trying to think if this is the best way as possible but like it doesn't like also say like what a disgusting horrible person for doing something like that it really is a gray this like really deep like deep waters of just like gray and like it like really i feel like it just does a good job of taking something that's very very serious um within the human condition um and like death is final right and so it, it, i think it's well, to, so, to some degree not right? in this show death is not well final. i mean i guess it's not necessarily final final but like even they say it like is, you have one life cutoff point right, right? it's the cutoff point right. to, uh, for your life Right. I'm not saying like you could you because like no one's getting reincarnated to themselves again, right? That's right. kind of what I'm saying. You don't get your life. You don't back. get your life back, you right? Get to try again, that's a different. Totally, it's like, a new everything, right? Do you remember that? Probably not. You Probably know? not. You, At least not soul, in this world. Your soul gets to go back. Yeah, whatever that actually means. Right. Yeah, um, it's hard to really parse that out. We'll talk about it at the end. Totally, um, uh, but yeah. So that, that's I think they do. I think they do a very good job, like you're saying, like yeah. of of talking about it. And uh, hopefully we can do uh, a good job of that too. So yeah, yeah. Uh, episode twelve begins with Oculus uh, and Nola, Nona at the elevator. Yeah, and Oculus's chin flower uh, blooms, and then his hair attacks her. Right, and she dodges out. Right, she's like, "No way, I'm not Clavis." I, I honestly this. thought there was going to be another fight again, I and so I was excited. like, "I was like, dude, please!" But they don't. Yeah. Uh, basically, she says, "I'm not gonna let you read my mind." Right. So last week we talked about Oculus found out that that. So what Nona's doing, I think Nona put emotions inside Deckham. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Well, she, yeah, she definitely uh, did. Yeah. Emotions that were deep inside the individual awakened, right? Right. Uh, to try and experiment, and because I because th- what we learned is that Nona 
believes what Deccan believes without Deccan really fully understanding why he believes that or having a formulated opinion of it mm-hmm. is that the way that they're doing things might not be the best way. Like then maybe there's a better way to do it and maybe emotions. She and says it only serves Oculus. Did you get that? Arbit- Which is- it only serves us. Right. The Arbiters and Oculus. Yeah. yeah. Even the even the Arbiters only serve Oculus. Right. right. And Oculus does reveal that he's also a dummy. Right. Right. So you're like, well, well shit. It's you know? so interesting. Okay, it's like, well. it's a, such an interesting world dynamic. I, yeah. wish, I know that they've talked about second season and it's been such a long time, but I wouldn't mind if they, if they almost made it like a totally different show, but more yeah. focused on the arbiters. And even like, even like if they were like, Hey, we can have them like have a power struggle and like they can fight through stuff or whatever. I'd be into it, man. Like, because we got this is this is such a good closing episode that I think if they did a season two and try to mimic this, it's gonna suck. Oh ass. Uh, yeah, I don't think episode. Uh, so they need to do something totally different. If but there's in the a world, season two, I don't think it plays out the same way. They do because yeah. I, I think there's gonna be judgments. And Gotta season, be you know, Oculus, whatever. baby. Oculus versus people. Oculus <laughs> versus the the arbiters. That'd yeah. be fun. Anyway, uh, yeah. Oculus says it's not gonna work. What you're doing, right? It doesn't make sense. And then he even lets and he even says, "Fine, go ahead and try." It's not going to work. Did you see? Did you? So I don't know if I have this 100% right. So I want to I want to make sure that maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong. But he is also talking about how like one of the reasons why it's not working is because they are the souls of the void. Like their essence, their, their life the leftover essence souls. are the leftover like yeah. things of the void. And that's like what we are. And I was like, oh, my and gosh. That bullshit statement doesn't is not given enough ground to really mean too much to me. Like I want yeah. to mean more. Yeah. But they don't really dive into that. No, they don't. They don't dive into necessarily what it means. Um, But in the back of my head, I was just like, whoa, like that's, that's, that's such an insane thing to think about. To if, shadow drop like that. Yeah. And <laughs> so I, again, I want more of that for sure. But anyway, I, do, I want more backstory and information in this world. But I think that that, and there'll be one of my things to talk about later. But yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, so she goes on, she continues forward into the elevator and leaves Oculus there. Yeah, uh, that's one of the last times we see Oculus. I was pretty surprised that they didn't stop. That he didn't just like straight up like stop her though. I Even think, though he's in complete yeah. utter disagreement, he and we can talk about something else at the end of it. But like at this moment in time, he doesn't stop her. Like he doesn't like kill her or whatever, or, or send her back as like right, a as like right. a doll or whatever or mannequin. Like he 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 lets her continue to live, and he himself goes back to where he ever lives. You At know, the top of the tower. Yeah, but so. I, I think you know she's been there eighty two years. It, what it seems like is Oculus wants her to know why it's futile. Yeah, it, and it almost feels like maybe Oculus went through the same thing at one point. There, I got a That's hint what of I was, that too. I was seeing like Oculus maybe already tried this and just knows better and knows what it'll cost. Yeah. Or he know. did it wrong, and he and he has the wrong view of it. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't, don't know. Get that. It just felt like there was this. Yeah, it just yeah. felt like there was. It felt like he went through something like this before, or or, or something, or maybe he's seen another arbiter do this, and it right. totally was a disaster, or whatever. You before, know who knows? Before eighty-two years ago. Yeah. 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 Uh, anyways, she leaves, and that's kind of that. We then uh, move on to back to Chiuki. What's Deckham? Holding Shiyuki. It's Deckham holding Shiyuki in the elevator and talking to Clavis and telling Clavis, hey, take me down to the bottom level. Mm-hmm. Which Clavis has to pull like a key out to unlock a button in the elevator to take him down. I thought it was a cool detail. It was a super cool detail. Because <laughs> like, cool like that button just appears out of, after you turn the key. Right. Now, after that, that's when they go out the actual 
to the actual memory, right? Or yeah. whatever it is. Uh, yeah, so they, they do that. Um, I actually was really confused because I was like, did time pass? Is she in like the present or like what's going on? Was this, is the past, um, But she wakes up. Uh, so uh, she wakes up in her own bed um, right. in the world. Uh, and she just looks around and is very like, oh my gosh, like, am I here? And then she's like, mom or whatever, and falls out of bed. And then we see her wrist. We see her wrist. And she's like, oh, no, she realizes like at least herself is not because her wrist still shows mannequin on it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Sucks. And then she pulls her uh, right pant leg up to see her knee. Yep. And her knee is still popped out to be a mannequin knee. Yeah. The skin's flicked off or whatever it is. Right. Yeah. So she goes down to to kind of explore this area and to see what's well, Deckham going on. comes in at that moment. Cause remember, oh, that, yeah, right. Deckham- remember that funny scene? Cause he opens it up the door and he's like, what are you doing? And she's like sprawled out oh, like, yeah. a little bit on the bed, a little bit on yeah, the yeah, floor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so Deckham kind of walks around this area. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, she gets to kind of see the house. This is the house she grew up in. Right. Right. She's, this is, this would be three months after three months after. That's what he said. He, well, I thought you said she had been there three months with him. Oh, um, you're right. No, that's it. But yeah. Because you've been with yeah. me for three months. Right. right. Yeah. Right. So it'd be yeah. three. So this is the present three months after because you've which, been with me that long. Which, which hey, that's only, they gave us a timeline, which yeah, is really which crazy. Is only like, how much do we not see? Yeah. I so want to see all the cases now. Yeah. Right. I mean, again, season two could just be that, but Man, then at the same time, they could have case closed the shit out of the show, dude. I mean, yeah, they could have kept going for a really long time. They could have done, yeah, yeah. It would have been super cool. I don't, don't do that. Don't uh, do it, but you could have. This show's, con- this show's concise and perfect in a way. So, well, I won't say perfect, but it's very good. It's very close. So, she's going around from room to room on the bottom story of her house, and she's seeing all the things in her memories like she's seeing when she was a kid she sees a spot where her mom read her the book chavot right yes she, she sees the kitchen and the dining room table where they ate meals as a family with her mom and her dad yeah. really quickly it doesn't really it, the dad kind of gets shifted shafted in this one it's more about the mom really yeah uh and yeah. even then it's not much about her it's just like the mom is a more present figure in her memories totally the dad's just not uh, so so they he's seen all his memories really cool um or she is sorry and uh, it's it's kind of heartbreaking because it plays sad music and then the one memory she sees it starts to break her is her mom approaching a shrine right she walks in and says Chiyuki and then um well it's like she walks in and says Chiyuki I'm home like she her mom is still like treating her to some degree uh like that she's alive. Three right months. and it's been three months you know which again that's i completely like again i i get very like kudos to the writers on like even this time frame because we we see her mom like make food and like bring it to her and said so, like, i, I, I i'm much. still in the habit of making too much and she's like talking to her and um but, or praying but she's not to talking her, to her she's talking to the shrine it's a shrine a shrine Correct. of chiyuki to commemorate her death right um and we find that out because Deckham says, "No, we can't interact with her. Right? We can. We're yeah, just you can't of, talk, or you can't touch her. You can't we're kind do- of just viewing what your mom's doing in the real world. Right? Right? Uh, so Chi- when when her mom came home and said Chiyuki, she was I'm home Chiyuki. She was saying I'm home Chiyuki to the shrine to the shrine. Right? Which I mean, I'll be honest. Um, Breaks you? I do. I lost my shit in this episode. Like like as in like not like not like like." wailing but like just the tears wouldn't stop i don't i feel like because in my mind like 
you know, I mean, like for yeah. anything, like you, no, within, I, I like you, you know, you think of like people, like I've had friends in my life who have you know committed suicide, and I've had, I've had, uh, you know, just fears of even like myself, like that could have been me, and like I could have been looking at my my parents, you know, and stuff like that. So it, it, I think it was just a very relatable um, pain, you know, to kind of see, and they just put they put it to such good words, and and um, yeah, I don't know, it was just such a it was such an interesting perspective that they had to show, you know, the mom, like just like continuing to like talk and like, or, or pray, um, you know, to her, for her and do a almost like a, just a conversation with her. And while she's watching, like is the moment that she's there and she, and so like realistically, she's probably done this multiple times. Right. Um, but I don't know, man. Like it just, it just broke me big time. Like it was definitely something that I thought was very um, real. It was almost the most real that I'd felt um, in maybe this whole show. But I think it was because that's, again, it's more relatable to, sure, to me and things sure. I've gone through. But but yeah, it was it was really good. Yeah, I, I um, I think this is it's like the primer to what happens next for me. Like it. Like this scene was what kind of like opened the dam a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. and then Chiyuki realizing that like she couldn't interact at all and just had to con- con- uh, come face to face with like, this is just what's going on now. Yeah. Like, right. Well, it's mom- like the weight of what you leave behind. Yeah. Right. Like, and so, so there is that. Right. Um, your emotions left a consequence. Totally. And your mom's dealing with it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then. And so, so that all culminates. It's very sad. And Chiyuki and Deckham are out in the lawn now watching her mom pray to the shrine on the inside of the house through a window. Um, and Deckham says, hey, look, take this. And it's his uh, button trigger thing that influences games, right? Yes. Yeah. It's his little kind of cheat uh, magic wand thing. And he says, take this. If you press this button, someone else in the world will die. And you'll get your life back. Well, he also talks about how like seven thousand people, yeah, die every hour, which is an insanely depressing uh, fact. If that's real, I haven't yeah. even looked it up, but I'm sure it is because there's you know seven billion of us uh, on this world, and people are being there's probably you know thousands being born and thousands dying every hour. Um, definitely, definitely every day, if not every, every hour, every minute, every minute, well, I don't yeah. Know about that, but. No, no, I do think I think the statistic somewhere is like seven. Yeah, look it up. But I think it's like it's it's insane. It's uh, it's one hundred twenty minutes. Uh, one hundred twenty people die per minute. Damn. So that's insane. Multiply that by sixty, then it's six thousand something die, maybe seven thousand die an hour. Yeah. So, which is about basically what um, death parade says. Yeah. So interestingly enough, maybe it's a little yeah. higher now. Than, than I mean, it's a little higher than seven thousand based on one twenty a minute. Right. But um, that's crazy, dude. Isn't that insane? It's just, I mean, it's 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 such a hard thing too because, like, you know, I mean, we could be that. We could be that statistic at any point, right? We could be one of the one twenty. Although you know, statistically, people, it's not the people in the U.S. are dying the highest. It's people in other countries that are dying faster. To- totally, totally. So. Um, I think, yeah. I mean, that that's a very good point. But yeah. I, I do think that also it's it's one of those things where you just never know like right like you're just not promised tomorrow like we've always kind of grown up in that especially within uh religious homes you know and and whatnot but just 
it's just such a truth statement of like you're you're not promised tomorrow no matter how how hard you work and do all these things and and you have to fight what that means to you you I mean, know you're, like, you're not in control the day you die right correct right you yeah. are you are in control of your current moment right now of what you do with your hands and your legs yeah. and your voices and your words but then the moment you go outside when there's roads with cars right like there's a chance of death always right but you never really have that as a as a thing so i uh i it's 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 incredibly uh what's the word i'm thinking of um it's like it, it just it just brings you to perspective you know when you think about that kind of stuff so yeah anyways chiyuki and Deckham. so Deckham offer uh, offers her this opportunity press the button on this remote you can trade your life with someone else basically someone dies and you'll come back to life I'll erase the memories of everyone so they don't know your death and we'll move forward from there. Right. And she starts, she's like, contemplates this for a little bit, right? Like, like there's a serious contemplation of, uh, do I want to do this? You know, right. like, is this something I'll actually do? Um, I mean, yeah, like just the way that she kind of like starts to, um, like hold it and like start to press like the button. Like, like it's like this, like, you can see just the real, like, what do I do? It, it's just a simple, again, too, um, I believe there's a movie, and I can't remember. I think it's maybe just be called The Button. I don't remember. <laughs> but that it's about people who press a button um, will win a million dollars or something, but a random person in the world will die every time yeah. they press the button. And so there's, like, this this dilemma of, like, what do they do? Like, what should you do ethically or whatever? Um so I do think that that is kind of not fully, obviously, what what is going on. But there is you don't know who it is going to be. It's not like a really bad person or whatever. Sure. You have no idea. It could be uh, someone who's at the end of their life. It could be someone who just started. Like yeah. so, there's like this, just a lot of like struggle. I think like with within that, and you can just see it on her. So you can. She ultimately can't follow through with pushing the button. Yeah. She uh she as she's about to. She remembers all of the cases, all of the uh, people that played the games. Um, yeah, and such a cool scene. Yeah, it is Just the the way that they. I feel like because they, they, they phrased like the the, and I wish I wrote all of them down, but I didn't. But the way that they phrased, like they took pieces of quotes from each one, and they were all relating around around her. And I thought that that was like such like a cool. Um, just like way to like kind of show the humanity behind these people who have loved and lost. Right. You know, and like, and they have people who have loved them and lost them. She, she doesn't do it. And it breaks Deckham. Like Deckham clutches his heart and just, he starts and he just can't, he can't handle it. Right. Yeah. And she's telling her mom, like, I'm so sorry. I yeah, left that's you with what this. that is. Like I'm, this is, I left you with this lot in life and it was wrong. Right. Like she acknowledges that that was the wrong thing that she did. Yeah. Super heartbreaking. Deckham at the same time is beginning to feel an emotion, I think fully. Yeah. And he's feeling sorrow. Yes. Uh, to the point where he's crying. He starts, dude, I wrote down, like, he finally, um, I will say, just real quick, so we got to a point where the mom, so the mom, feel right before he, uh, she was considering going and doing, pressing the button, the mom did say, like, she felt guilty and blames herself for not, right. like, seeing the signs and all this stuff, and that really makes Chi to want to go out and, like, just, like, 
grab her mom and then the, all this stuff happens. So so De- so Deckham is literally like crying now or like like is about to like right like so tears are starting to like come out of his eyes and it's just dude it's, yeah she actually does ask Deckham hey push the button for yeah. me please I can't do it yes do it for me and that's what breaks him yeah uh but then it's also what breaks this whole facade totally right the world right. begins to shatter like a but like so glass. so what do you think so I think that the facade breaks because he breaks oh and yeah I fe- and I feel like it was that last push of like you press the button for me so I can go back. Like, I'm not going to do this because I can't. But you don't have emotions. Like, you press it for me. And that's what broke him because I feel like there's, like, this dilemma of obviously he cares now and has emotions. But I'll, I exactly. think, too, he wants to maybe even do it for her, but he can't because it's fake. It's, it's and, it, and it just breaks. It's a game, right? Breaks. It's a game. And I think that's, to me, that's right. what I had in my head of why of why it breaks is is that it was, he wants to to help her and feels such empathy and sympathy and, and just like uh, like sorrow for her uh, that it just shatters the whole, the whole game. Yeah, I mean, Deckham ultimately admits that this is just another, this is, this is the way to finally judge her. Yeah. To finally have a, a judgment on her to be able to send her off totally um and it's 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 heartbreaking man it's like because like he's now like okay i just felt sorrow for the first time yeah right? like i just felt actual heartbreak yeah um, i which you, uh, which really no, nona nona and um oculus saw that and i believe they were surprised by it mm-hmm. like they were like whoa you know um, but I think Oculus still argues against like, no, arbiters don't need emotions. Totally. Yeah. I think it was different. So that's to me, I kind of think that Oculus experienced something like this before, but it went wrong and maybe this went right. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, or not right, but just differently. And so then, then there's this still this like tension there. Um, but I do want to say two things. I, I think, um, just addressing what we just said when he, sure. when Deckham's feeling sorrow and crying, um, and saying sorry, um, you know that I did this. Uh, we see her just get embrace him and just say like it's okay, like I forgive you. She loves and, like, him they so much. Both just like weep together, holding each other. And then I lo- fucking lost my mind again. Yeah, because <laughs> I was just like, oh man, like it just dude, so many tears, so much stuff. Um, but I think a reason too, I, I wrote this down where is um the connection that Deckham has with loving people who've lived a full life and i i thought that he had like befriended or he's fallen in love with or whatever whatever we want to want to say with someone who honestly like ended it soon sooner like like she didn't live the fullest life and she didn't. said and she said that even herself like i i wish i could have done abcd right and i didn't do it and so i thought it was such an interesting connection to where you have Deku who's like i really appreciate these people and then he got partnered with someone who who took for granted i cut to again i want to say that very like you know lightly. i don't think it's i don't think it's crazy to say that she did end it early right right like, right like suicide yeah. suicide is by definition ending it early correct I yeah like. yeah you're ending it before like not, nature or something right. else you're That's not yeah. you're, you're taking matters into your own hands it's, yeah it's cutting the story short correct i think it's what suicide is a lot of the time definitely um but so I thought that was really cool. I I, I love that. I honestly that weird dichotomy. It's of like such a split. weird yeah. Because yeah. I feel like they really focus on him for that. And I was always like, why did they? 
do that. Like, I get it. Like, I mean, you know, I love having like a lot of like people who like live lives to the fullest or whatever. You know, I understand like that most people would want that, but I thought it was really great to pair the two and then have this like connection and empathy and sympathy and understanding because that's what he's just trying to understand her. And I feel like that's even maybe even more once he understands, once he sees her entire life, he's like, I just want to get it. Like, why? You know, like, why this? And then he understood the sorrow of it and the complexity of, like, the human emotion and all this stuff. So, finally, it's crazy. So good. Um, Nona and Oculus argue about this. Oculus still stands his ground, but he also doesn't try to turn Nona from this path at all. Totally. He just lets Nona go with it. Yes. You know, so that was the other thing I want to talk about before when we were saying that. So, he doesn't, he has another option. Oculus has another option to kill her or to terminate her or and deck him and he doesn't he lets her kind of go with it yeah to see how it'll play out which i love super interesting yeah. i love that yeah um is that where that ends with them too um, the last, that's the last time we well no we see oculus one more time huh? we see oculus one more time because he, gives a, new rule. he gives a new rule um but like there is uh that might be the end of nona for this show i but. think that's the end of nona unless i can't i wrote down so i did write this down but i can't remember um, who says this? But she, to suffer, I think it's actually Nona. So, because he says, "Why should we give arbiters like the the emotions or like the feelings to have like suffering?" Oh, you're right. And then she says, "To suffer yet stand firm." Isn't that what living is? To suffer and give judgment is the only way we could do it right. 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 Yeah. So I thought that that was like a really interesting like thing too, because it's like. Cause she does, cause you know, like I paused it and 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 wrote it down where, you know, like the whole idea of like suffering and then standing firm, uh, and then whether yeah. that's living and then or judging, right? Because they go hand in hand to, to yeah. in, at least in this like world. And I thought that that was like really interesting on life, right? Like when you're going through something very hard and like fighting to stand firm, and like that's like what life is because life is very hard. Like yeah. regardless, like it's it's hard. It's a different level of hard for people. I can look at tons of people on Instagram like your life seems awesome and I want that or whatever, yeah. right? And they could be doing the same thing with other people. <laughs> like, you know, and I don't they know. Are probably. And they probably are, yeah. Um so you know, and then and then you have people who are are in a completely different situation that might might I'm like my life to me seems like the craziest has been in a long time. And I could probably have people looking up at me saying, I want that life. Right. Yeah. So I think like just this perspective and then it's like, it's, it's fighting through the suffering. And I think even in like shows and things like that, like, uh, you know, my hero academia, I think it always comes to my mind on someone who suffers for the sake of others and tries to, and fights through that and gets like stronger. Right. And, um, Deku. Deku. Yeah. so yeah, so I don't know. I, I just thought it was a really yeah. cool, cool thing that she says. And I think that that's what kind of stops him in his tracks a little bit. And then he just like lets her go. Yeah. So yeah. Which I, I probably the right decision. So, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> the final scene we get between Quinn Deckham or between Deckham and Chiyuki. Uh, he is send. He has made his judgment on her. He already kind of teased her and said, "You're not going to the void." Um, but she puts her in an elevator and she says, "I need you to smile. Can you try smiling more? Because I know you've learned a lot from me in terms of emotion, but you need to smile a bit, right?" Yeah. And he does this some fake ass smile. It looks right. awful. It's horrible. It's awful, like garbage smile. Yeah. But. As the door's closing, as he's sending her off, there's a real. This is where I cried. 
There's okay. a real affectionate smile from Deckham, and it makes Chiyuki cry. And then I cried. Yeah. Dude, so real quick, right before the doors closed, though, or like even before, I think that he asks her, are you glad that you lived? Oh, that's right. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that part, that's, so you're you're right, one step right behind me, because that's where I started crying when she said yes. Um, because there's like times in my life at the moment where I'm just like, dang, like, dude, it's like, it's like rough, right? And and so just like being like, yes, like I'm glad I lived. And because like, like, I think a lot of times, even this generation, like, you know, maybe it's not, but I feel like when people joke about stuff, it's it's kind of like more real, right? Uh, like at least as a part of it, that's real. And so I feel like this generation always says like, hey, like I didn't ask to be born. Or I didn't ask to be in existence. Like it's not my fault. Like why do I have to like do a life of suffering and paying bills and yada, yada, getting a job I hate and all these things, right? And so it's just a different perspective to where it's like, are you glad that you were actually created at all or, or you came into existence or whatever? Um, and she's like, yeah, even though it ended in tragedy. Right, exactly. And so I thought that that was like super cool. So then I started crying and then like the, the when he smiled, dude, uh, and then she was smiling. Smile. Yeah. Oh, uh, so good. It's so good. What a perfect way. She sees it and then she, she breaks. Yeah. And the door closes. Yeah, and, and you can see there's a connection with them too, because like yeah. she's kind of she's she's remembering. I think he is actually he. It's, it's probably both are remembering the times that they had together. As the doors yeah. are closing, they're remembering the times they had yeah. together, and he smiles oh because God. of that. Oh, so good, Fuck. so good. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we get our uh, our final scene. Uh huh. Um, I have the rule written down. If you don't. Oh, we get two scenes actually. So the first scene is is uh, the rules are talked over again. Nona does the first three, which yeah. are the same old rules. Right. Uh, arbiters uh, exist to make judgments. They never stop. They can't feel emotions, and they can't die. Those are the or live or die, right? Mm-hmm. But then there's a fourth rule finally added in now, and it's Oculus saying it. Right. You have it written down, so you I say do. it. So it's arbiters may not work hand in hand with life. For that will ruin them. Right. Which and is, I thought, dude, oh, it's so great. Which is what Oculus thinks is going to happen to Deckham. Yes. Oculus thinks Deckham is ruined. Yeah. Now, this show doesn't tell us what, you know. Well, something we didn't say, do. too, is when, when, uh, when, when Chi, what's it, Chioki, when Chiyuki. She, Chiyuki, Chiyuki? Chiyuki. Okay, I always call her Chi in my notes. So Chi is her nickname. Is yeah. her nickname. Um, So, like. Whenever she was, so when she like went to him, so, so Deckham's eyes went normal for a second. You remember that where the, like, you know, and so, but then they came back. Right. So then a piece of me, I'm like, maybe that's what he's thinking where it's like, he'll break him to the point to where he's not even an arbiter anymore. He he's just of, something like we, we, we wouldn't know what more of a human, right? Less than arbor, a, more of a yeah. human. But what is that? Yeah. As a puppet. Yeah. So very interesting. Yeah. Our final, final scene though, is someone new coming out of the elevators. Yeah. To Quinn Deckham. Yep. And he says, welcome to Quinn Deckham. Yeah. And he smiles. Yes. And then we pan over to his left, mm-hmm. or his right, our left, to a doll of Chiyuki, a mannequin of Chiyuki, just sitting behind the bar with him. And just smiling. Which follows uh, Quinn Deckham, or sorry, follows Deckham's thing. Like, he uh, he makes a doll for every patron that's come by. Yeah. And I love it. It's, he, it's like the closest to him. And so it's like behind yeah. the bar. Dude, that was, uh, it just like, uh, there wasn't like tears or anything. It was just like such a heartwarming like yeah. end to like this series. Like, it just made me want more, but I don't want more. Because like, it was like oh, such a don't perfect. Mess it up, you know, yeah, don't, it was like, it's like dude, this well. is perfect. Yeah. So, man, what an amazing, what amazing. Uh, I do love too how it does. Um, 
it does the the smile the mannequin uh chi and then it goes into the intro but it's the outro song uh or so i mean it's like the outro but it's the intro song yeah and so it just kind of shows all your favorite characters and then just jumps into like the jazzy like fun song and um by brando i think is the name i, I think so yeah, i'll link it good it's not everyone loves that i'll like link both of them there there's they're it's not uh, last both theater amazing bands but yeah uh yeah no no it, it was uh that's the ending basically right yeah. So excellent show. Seriously, one of my favorites. Uh, finishing this series dive. You know, I, I like Kelly Bebop. I like Erase. Actually, Erase might be the one that's still like six me the most. But I mean, Erase is fantastic. Yeah. I don't care what anyone says. I, I like Erase more than I liked Cowboy Bebop, to be honest. Oh, 100%. So I, I thought Kelly Bebop, Cowboy Bebop was incredible. But yeah. in its uh, in its own timing, it probably was more incredible. Right. Know? Correct. But yeah. there are episodes of Cowboy Bebop that I'll never, I'll never forget. Like that... Uh, La, per- La Pierre Faroux, whatever it is. Yeah. La Perot, whatever. La Perot, La Faux. Yeah. Perot, La Faux. La Faux? Yeah. That one with the insane, like, killer baby man. Right. That was incredible. Yeah. You know, one of the best episodes I've ever seen of an anime. <laughs> but also, like, that, that's basically as good as Death Paradeism as, uh, as uh, it's normal, you know? Right. Uh, right. Totally. Uh, but Erased is just something different. Yeah. Completely um, different. Yeah. But Death Parade, I want to talk about it for a couple minutes. Let's do and it. Just kind of like do a finality. How long are we at in our episode right now? We are, I believe, in the around an hour mark, hour okay. hour ish. So we're doing on good cutting. for our listeners. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, then here's what I want to talk about first. Tell me your favorite episode out of the 12 episodes of Death Parade. I know it's, a, it's only 12 episodes, so we might overlap here, but mm-hmm. your favorite episode. The hard part is just choosing one. I know. Um, Shit, yeah, dude. It really is. I mean, because again, the every single episode to me is important um, in this show. Uh, I don't really think that there's anything that maybe maybe episode two, but episode still, two still shows a lot. So I feel oh, just really? because it's like the repeat of what happened, when but from a different the, oh, perspective. You mean when they Chuki too. Huh? Totally. Yeah. Okay. So 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 again, that's okay. I I I love the episode, but just because those are a little bit repetitive. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I it, this is hard because I want to say eight and nine. Honestly, that's gonna be one as, episode. As like sure. one episode. Death Rally, Death Counter. But I think it's yeah. episode twelve. Really, the last episode? I think it's the last episode because there mm. to me, to me, and I mean, maybe I'll put eleven and twelve together if that's cool. Sure. Because um, I do think that there is like this beautiful. I think we as viewers have watched um, Chioki. Chiyuki. Chiyuki. I keep saying you, Chio. You. It's you. Why you? Chiyuki. Um, Chiyuki, like grow and like kind of like almost grow as an arbiter even though she's a human like you know what i mean like she learns about the process yeah like like, it's just it's an interesting thing to see fundamentally (sighs) and like like to see her her almost just like work on decum for like the entire i guess like season and then the last two episodes are about her and decum's kind of working on her and like learning more about her like in this like kind of more direct way and um i think it's maybe this is because it's just what we watch but to be completely honest like i love eight and nine i think eight and nine would be a close second and i think um the the couple what episode um it does mean with anything. that dude bowling yeah that's bowling. really good too uh, i think that one is is very good um and I love the Ginty one. I mean, I love all these things. So I, I'm just going to stick with 11 and 12 because I genuinely do feel like those emotionally tied to me, like 
way more than a lot of the other ones. And I, and I felt just kind of like so much like empathy and sympathy and just like relatability to those episodes. So to me, it just was like a very good episode. It was such a good ending of a show, even though it was so sad. It's like, you don't want it to end, but you're also like so kind of thankful with the way that it ended. That's a great show. You know what I mean? Like yeah. when it when it can do yeah. something like that, that's such a good show. Um, because so many shows are great, and then their fucking finale is dog shit. Like it happens all the time. Like even Breaking Bad. No offense to anyone who watched Breaking Bad. Uh, that last episode sucked, but to me personally, and I was like, dude, like your whole show is fantastic, and you're gonna end a show like this. And same thing with like fucking Sons of Anarchy. Well, the, the last few seasons of that show was really bad, but I'm just saying, like, there's lots of shows that are are good. That that really don't get a I agree with you. good ending, and I, I feel like this you. show would just nailed it, it, it wrapped up well. I think part of that is because because the show is so well, like it it communicates so well that this is about Chiyuki. Yeah, um, yeah. pretty early on, totally. uh, even though it, it still has a lot of focal points on other ancillary characters. Um, but for me, my favorite episode, and I think. I it's it's well part of me wants to say episode three because I'm a, like, in the romantic in me right mm-hmm. with bowling and like and especially with that end that end uh, end of the episode revelation of it not even being the girl that he realizes it was originally you know yeah it's the other one yeah uh, it's Ooh, actually it's his childhood friend that had plastic surgery to make herself pretty so she could get his attention yes yeah like that's <laughs> yeah that is such a, a a complex episode I I find that episode amazing I still like episode ten more. Uh, really old maid yeah i think that episode touches enough on chiyuki as a character hmm. but while still also maintaining the judgment format um however the person judged is an older woman who's lived a life from the full to her fullest yeah and to me it's the first person on the show that came in i think we mentioned it last week too mm-hmm. it's the first person that really came to quindecum that had lived their life to the actual fullest. Correct. Who had actually totally. done it. Like, yeah. And like it was a person that Quinn De- or Deckham can look at and say, yes, this is someone that actually deserves your respect. Right. Because like, they have met your standard of, I have respect for a life well deserved yes. or well lived. Um, so I, That's a good I, point. The, beyond that, the dialogue and the game itself are ingenious in the way of, the, of delivering the narrative. Old Maid is such a weirdly yeah. fascinating, it's effective like, plot device. Yeah. You know? Uh, and and the old maid herself, or the old lady illustrator, whoever she is, is is also uh, simply enough written mm-hmm. where she can be a vehicle to um, instigate some of Chiyuki's emotions into into movement or into yeah. the into the into motion, right? Totally. Um, so I I think that episode probably ends up being my favorite one. I mean, that um, definitely makes sense. Man. Those, those two, though. I mean, like I think it's it's neck and neck. I think ten edges it out over three, but. Uh, yeah, I mean it's hard also because there's really not there's really not a lot of bummer episodes in this show. I think uh, they're all pretty much um, bangers when it comes down to it, and the ones that aren't bangers are just setting up other ones to be bangers. Yes. So yeah, <laughs> it's, like, it's hard. You know? It's really hard. Um, but it's yeah, a super man. hard thing. Yeah. Uh, is sense. there a character you wish you saw more of? Um. Yeah, I was going through that on like, like I think Ginty is the easy one to say right because I think that he. I mean, until you just told me that he sent those people. I know. To the I, know. I don't know. Now I'm like, oh. Yeah. But um, I think honestly, 
it's a little weird, but I would kind of am just curious of Clavis's story, the I door, know, the door right? guy. Like I think that he, because he is just a doorman, but then he's also hanging out with everybody. And so to me, I'm like, what is your story? Are you just uh, like, like, what do you do? Is is the only thing you do is that job? It makes me feel like in if they do a season two, Clavis will end up being the god of this world, just in disguise. That'd be you know super I mean? interesting. Yeah. Like that's I would like. love that. Well, I thought it was interesting too. We didn't really fully talk about it, but um, uh, there's a part where uh, Clavis goes into, I think it's the last episode, into uh, Ginty's like you know pub or whatever, or whatever it is, this is bar, and then he says, "Hey, like, where's your cat?" Because he is the name. I can't remember the name of the cat. And he's and he said, "Oh, like they're not coming around anymore." And Clavis is like, "Well, I'll have a drink with you." And he's like, why? What are you doing? Like, you're not supposed to be doing that. Aren't you supposed to be doing something else? He's like, I just want to drink with you. And like, that's kind of where they leave it at. at. Yeah. But I thought it was really interesting because I feel like even Clavis was like trying to like, like maybe Clavis also has emotions, but because he's on Arbiter, like, because he seems like him and it Nona are wonder. tight. It yeah. just, you know, so, so to me, I'm like, like, like if anyone has emotions at all without take Deckham out, it's Clavis. I feel like Clavis is the smiling the most. He's the most engaged, but he's also the most, uh, what do you call composed. it? Like composed and, yeah. and, and just kind of like, okay, yeah, we'll go here. We'll do this. He sees everything, right? Yeah. Like he's, it's, it, I don't know. It's interesting. But bro. also like Oculus does take him over that one time, right? True. True. So, but you wonder if like, I don't know, like Clavis didn't. Didn't do anything about that. And yeah. I, don't, I don't know if he remembers that happening, but yeah, it feels I, like you don't. I guess supposedly. I think I for me, it's Ginty. I would love more Ginty. Yeah. I I want Ginty to want be affected too. by his patrons. Oh, I want him to. I want him to regret what he did now. Um, and uh. sending Mayu and her and tricking. I, honestly, like giving uh, Mayu that choice is pretty scummy in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, but like he is. A character I'd like to hear more about, just because like it seems like his he will always come in to contention with Deckham in terms of their worldview, right? Yeah, and I'd like to see that played out more. I like to see them as Deckham is changing to this more emotional and um and even in the fight he's more composed, right? But he's more uh, aware and emotional and coherent. To Ginty, he was just angry, uh, single minded, and doing his own thing, and just says no, just. Or made a judge. That's it, right? Like he's supposed to be that like image of a, what an arbiter is supposed to be, right? Um, and, and obviously, the only reason Mayu stays longer is because Deckham has influenced him in such a subliminal, quote unquote, way, right? Yeah. Um, so I'd love to see more of Genty resolving whatever his true storyline may be past this, if there is something past this. If not, the way he's resolved is perfect as a way to balance out Deckham's. Uh, transformation, but totally. Uh, if, if there is more, I'd like to see him progress further down that Me road. Me too, man. Me yeah. too. Maybe we'll fo- Maybe if they do make a second season, it would focus more on Ginty instead of Deckham. That would be kind of interesting and cool. Deckham changed. Deckham's yeah. good. I hope. Yeah. Or- and then like Deckham would be could be like a part of it, but he wouldn't sure. be the focus anymore. He'd be the support. That, that'd be interesting. Yeah. I would be. I mean, honestly, if they come out of the second season, I'm all in, no matter what it is, until we watch it and then go, "Oh man, that was garbage" or whatever. Oh, oh man, this is shit. Yeah. I mean, I really hope not, but yeah. I'd be, I'd be in it if they were again to make it like an action more anime against like the arbiters and all these things, that, uh, or even more of a just a complex idea of Dude. if just focuses on the arbiters and and what they're doing and uh, and their 
their lives on society or the, or their influence in society and and the no world. Way, dude, just give me just give me Deckham doing a shadow clone jutsu. That's all I want. <laughs> <laughs> and give me Ginty doing a sexy jutsu, harem jutsu, whatever. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then blow pulls out his bankai. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Cross reference. Wow. Cross heart attack. Uh, so how do you feel about this show? Sucked ass. Yeah. No, um. No man, this show is this show genuinely is one of my favorite shows. Um, I think that it captures human emotion better than I've seen any show ever, or even just humanity. Um, I mean, I, I know in our interview with Gabe, we were talking a little bit about how anime is one of the best mediums for like art, um, especially like like what is it action, right? where people can get punched and like fly through walls and, and you can do like uh, all these crazy things. But I think also with emotion, uh, you can yeah. just draw like you, cause you have an actor, you say, Hey, please be sad. This is a sad scene. Remember all these things. And then the person has to act that way. Sure. Whereas an artist can, they know exactly how they feel um, and can draw that into the, the realm of what you're thinking. And, yeah, I I love it. So I I do think that this is is easily top ten um, best animes of all time for me. Um, I th- I think it's uh, not to cut you off or anything. Yeah, it's okay. But I think so you like, did. But no, I'm just kidding. I know. Screw off. I know. I think like <laughs> in terms of anime, like anime can pop out a narrative and communicate it incredibly well, uh, even to American cinema standards. Right? Mm-hmm. Like anime seems to pop out uh, these interesting and complex narratives. Like I mean, even thinking about Demon Slayer, right? Like thinking about uh, the first season of Demon Slayer and, and Ruiz, the the Upper Moon guys, his backstory, right? Yeah, like how they fleshed that out in such a way that was like, oh shit! I thought he was just a bad guy. He's got an actual story. Why did you tell me this? And I felt bad, right? Yeah, uh, like like anime can do that uh, in a way that like we're not going to see cartoons in America do that. You know, Carmen San Diego. What is that bullshit? Who knows? But like, you're not going to see. Uh, Gerard Butler do that in a movie, right? Like you're gonna see good action sequences. I don't know. <laughs> right. Maybe maybe I'm talking on my ass, but Gerard Butler ain't that emotional actor. No, right? I mean he was he's in a action... movie called what was it like? Gamer. No, there was one where wasn't he, he like wasn't he gamer though? Well, was... yeah, he was. But I'm just saying he was in like a love story, and I can't remember. It's like like crazy. I can't even remember what it was called. Crazy but... stupid love is Steve Carell and yeah, no, yeah, it's not that one. But he, it's it's P- oh, P.S. I love you. Oh, and, and he <laughs> it dies, dude. It's a fun. It's a sad ass movie. But like it, he dies, and like he's in love or married to this person, and he's like in it randomly as like this love interest, but as a ghost or whatever, or as okay. like a memory. It's fucking weird. But it, it was one of those things where I was like, oh, weird. But I don't think he did good. I'm not saying he did good. Job. Yeah, I just don't know if it, it uh, I don't know if it encroaches upon the actual like mastery that some of us animate. Correct. Anime just seems if to you would have made P.S. I Love You as an anime, that movie would be a fucking banger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I'd watch it, dog. 13 I mean, episodes honestly, of core? Let's we, do it. You know what we should start redoing? Everyone's trying to make anime live action. Why don't we take these fucking movies and make them anime? Live action anime. If you anime. took Gamer... And made it an anime? That'd Probably be dope be as hell. Law and Order SVU anime? Um, I'm not going to watch that. I, don't, <laughs> I, I hate those shows, dude. I'm, I hate the world so much. I don't want to be reminded that it's full of garbage people. Okay. Uh, yeah. What's What would be the best TV show to turn into an anime? Oh, no. I don't. That's a good question. Um, okay, American let's, TV show. The Office. 
No. Well, I mean, that'd be a good one though. That would it would still be good. It'd be, be weird, funny. Right? Like, do you think can you can you imagine like the the drawings where people are like you know looking into the camera or or breaking the fourth wall or doing all these things? But like you have you have like the anime faces you can make that are like goofy as hell. Oh, that would be fun. Because again, like I don't know, anime comedies are some of the best because Sakamoto. the way that they draw, dude, so good, yeah. so good. So, um, oh, full recommendation, by the way, Sakamoto Desuga is yeah. the best comedy anime out there. Um, I'm not gonna say it's the best to me, but it best. is so good. It is in compare. There's, I don't know what compares to it. What, what, what is as good as that? Um, I don't know, man. There's a yeah, nothing, huh? No, yeah, well, nothing. I mean, I you're right because I I can't think of names. I don't have like so all win. these names. I'm right. All right, guess what, guys? Um, Luke's off the podcast. It's just me now. Just <laughs> I'm just kidding. monologuing for an hour straight. <laughs> yeah, it's just gonna be me talking to myself, and I'll do different voices. Um, no, but like, yeah, I don't know. I I think it's such a good uh, anime. But there's actually one. I um, oh my god, I can't remember the name of it. Uh, let me look it up, and then you you keep going. Uh, going, going, going. My name is Luke. Going. That was stupid as hell. I'm sorry. Uh, trying again. Let's go back. Retake. Uh, about 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 a boom. Um, Death Parade. Sorry. Uh, oh, I just found it. I just it's this this show. What is it? Um. Oh my god. Transformers, robots in disguise. Wait, why is it not that showing the show? Oh it's that 70s show? It's that 70s show, isn't it? Oh, Psychic? Uh, Psychic K? Or whatever yeah. it is? Yeah. Dude, that show it's is... On Netflix. I've been watching that on Netflix because whenever my son sleeps, I try to find something that won't have like gun noises and like... Because I, I like action, I like horror, and those are the two worst things to like when you have a kid because because they'll have normal sound and then you're like, oh, cool. like Or I can't really hear that. And you turn it up and then it'll spike with loudness and then wake your kid up. Um, so I just try to find like slice of life or comedy. And that show, that show makes me laugh every episode a lot. And it has way more seasons than... The one he said. It's got three seasons now. I think it's like yeah, it's like three or four or something like that. <laughs> okay. Uh, so now we need to, need to come to the point of how we actually feel about Death Parade. Yeah, real quick though, because you oh, did say one what? thing what on uh, what TV show would be a good anime. And, oh, sure. Um, I don't know, but I feel like you could do Cat Dog. You could do Cat Dog as an anime, <laughs> um, or you could do like. I don't know. Like, I, like Peaky Blinders would make a dope ass anime. Did you watch Bakano? Yeah. The yeah. The gangster one, right? Yeah. Yeah. With yeah. Like three timelines and the immortality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Peaky Blinders would be rad. Like so. That. I yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Like you 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 know you could do something. Anarchy. You do whatever. You can do whatever you want. Hey, Nef not Netflix, but who anyone like like just. I'd like to see. You could. It's there. All you have to do is kind of copy paste, change the names, and like let's go, baby. Like yeah. I'd like to see an anime adaptation adaptation of The Expanse. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I was going to say a sci-fi thing, but I couldn't think of yeah. one. But Expanse would make sense, yeah, especially for so. you guys, because you, you love that. I freaking love that show. Yeah. Well, the fifth season excluded, because I don't think it's a good season of it. But <laughs> whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> I mean, yeah. I think it's the weakest. I don't know if it's bad, but it's, it's the weakest out of the five. So I hope season six makes that crazy, shit. That's crazy, because season one blows my butthole dude season one and two are my favorite 
Wow. Yeah. Season one, you get the most of them. My favorite character is the, is the detective. Oh, okay. Then and so you get the most of that. He's front and center in season one and two. Uh, season one in the first half of two. Sorry. Gotcha. And then he's kind of in there in three and four, but... Yeah. Um, we don't it for all of our guests if they want to watch it. It's not really ruining it. It's just like when he's important in the show. I'm just saying, if you don't say if someone dies or whatever. I didn't say crazy. someone dies. I'm just saying. And obviously, if he's in later seasons, he's not dead yet. He's not dead yet, everyone. So in case you thought he was dead, he's not, you stupid. Everyone should watch The Expanse. It's fantastic. It's on Amazon. It's f- like not free. It's on Amazon if you, Prime. If, if you, you have Prime Amazon Video, Prime. it's free. Um, I don't necessarily recommend it but they love it and i am out on the jury is out for me i you haven't, haven't finished, finished it i haven't no finished it in. i had a job that I didn't like that much like a year ago and so i'd watch it while i was working and I'd be, it'd mostly be me watching it more than working yeah so uh it was like my it's like my pastime for that job but anyways back on topic Sorry. back on topic death parade Overall thoughts and recommendation. What do you think? Um, if you want to put a score on it, you can, but whatever. Yeah, I'll put a score. I would say out of 10 or four, 5, I don't care. Uh, what do we do before? Do we know? Do we remember? Do we care? 10. We know. 10. Uh, 9.5 out of 10. And the reason there's a 0.5 missing is I do feel like we could learn a little bit more about Ginty um, and his whole like story arc and then i do feel like we could have maybe instead of 13 episodes 12 you could have well no or or sorry it's 12 so you could have pushed it to like i don't know is it weird to just do 16 episodes i don't know what's weird but like like, it is very abnormal to get out of the normal core of 13 because you have to fit within the season structure of japanese airtime yeah which is usually 13 to 26. Yeah, that's a bummer. I mean, maybe maybe it would have been better like if there was like an OVA or two or something like that that was more focused on Chi, like let's say like like, like she had the OVA or whatever and maybe the other episodes were focused on maybe one or two more um stories cuz they were so good. Just just like seeing story like it was just again, and maybe that's why it's amazing. So Again, it's nine point five. It's like almost ten, but I'm, I I would love a little bit more, um, just like within the realm of the world. I would love a little bit more explained, and then I would like a little bit more um, random people coming in and us seeing like their judgments and things like yeah. that. Um, because because it again, they did such a good job of it, and so I just want more of it. So the point five is just. They did so perfectly that I just want more, and there's not more. There's not you know? enough. So that, yeah. So, so yeah. So I, um, you know, the, there's the slight qualms or whatever, like just you know, with the animation. <laughs> just kidding, it's not the animation. Uh, the I don't know, like the fuck me. There's n- I, honestly, there's none. I don't have any qualms actually. Is it ten out of ten for you? No, it's nine point five still. The qualms are what I just had said, but uh, the, I don't have any actual qualms. I just, yeah. I just want more. I want I, more of the story and stuff. So I would toss a nine out of ten for it. Okay. Um, How dare you? My, my biggest beef is with Deckham himself. Um, oh, okay. I love Deckham, but we are not privy to his actual change, except for the change he has in episode twelve. Right. There's no gradual change. It is he feels emotions here and there, and then he doesn't. Um, yeah and there's really like there's really no real effectual change until we actually see that in episode 12 which i th- i feel like wasn't gradual it was um it was almost stark in comparison like it was almost like him leading up to talking to chiyuki in a different way um i just really wish that there was a little more given through deckham earlier on uh 
I I don't have a lot of problems with this anime at all. Yeah. I don't. I think this anime does a lot of good stuff. There's some weird characterization between Quinn and Nona that I'm not a yeah. huge fan of. Right. Um, and but there is there is such a maturity to all the subjects it talks about in this show that's very hard for me to say like this show doesn't address something fully because in all reality, like I don't know of another show that talks about subjects this mature wise, like maturely. Like 100%. I don't, I just, yeah, I don't either. I don't think shows talk about stuff like, like, like suicide and uh, adultery. And if you guys, if you guys know romance, of any like, shows that are like this to some degree, send them our way, like DM us on yeah. Instagram or email us or whatever. Like it doesn't matter. Like, let it, us know because I, yeah. I would. Lo- I'd be curious, but I, I agree with you. I don't. It's, I have never seen right. anime like this. It's not me saying there's not other shows. Right, right. It's like, it's I just, just haven't we seen just it. Never seen it. Yeah. And Death Parade, while it caught some, it got some like a uh, some fire early in the when it came out. It's it's remained largely unnoticed. Yeah. In the in, in the West, like, such people a bummer, dude. Haven't watched it. Same with Death because Same of with, freaking um, Americans thinking like they're like oh this stuff, in my view of what heaven and hell are right I, I mean because like, it does okay. take it does take a religious stance on with, like what with reincarnation right yeah and that's definitely more of a um, eastern a, or whatever it's yeah. an eastern religion viewpoint it's not yeah. like a western religion which which right. creates a dichotomy for like the viewership right like oh totally. they can be immediately turned off by this concept yeah I would say don't and embrace yeah. the story you don't have yeah, to embrace, embrace the, the religion story. you don't have to anything you watch ever you don't have to but, like that's something I learned a long time ago and because I grew up in a pretty religious home is like you don't have to embrace all the ideals of what you watch and it can still be a, just a fantastic enjoyable. and beautiful story like so. if you watch Full Metal Alchemist and then realize, oh, it's all about alchemy, which is a yeah. pretty crazy thing to believe in. But <laughs> right. you enjoy that show. Then right. you should definitely be able to enjoy Death Parade. Yeah, enjoy all this. I'm saying. Yeah, come on. Um, please. I please. would pop it at a 9 out of 10. Okay. I think there are some nitpicks here and there. I totally. think when in reality we get five or six judgments out of 12 episodes, there is a gimmick posed in the show in the first episode that doesn't really fulfill because they want to put more world information in. Right. But then they don't really fulfill the world information side because so much much of it is left uh, to no. your interpretation. Yeah, right, right, right. So right, it's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a weird, unfulfilled balance, in my opinion. Yeah. That being said, you're only going to see that when you look for it. Like right. If you're, the, if you're just there I mean, to yeah, watch you, the show. Yeah, you see it more and more as you watch it, right. right? Like, the more you watch it, the more you see kind of like, hey, like, okay, there actually isn't really that many, you know, things that they kind of set up in the beginning. And it is more about the world, but then they still don't show yeah. a lot of the world. And, 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 you know, I mean, like, that's super true. Um, But at the same time, you know, I think it's, that they, I think that they do, for, for having 12 episodes, they do a fantastic job for giving us... Uh, this story. Every, yeah, and it's everything you want. Because quite honestly, this show, as long as you realize that Chiyuki's story is the main story of this show that's happening in a world we don't understand, it's going to be great. Yeah. Because Chiyuki ultimately is the main character, right? And totally. Deckham is almost like the support. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's uh, it's a it's a full 9 out of 10 for me. It's one of my favorite animes. It's on my top 5 or top 10 i don't know if, i don't know where it is exactly but yeah. it's it's incredible it's incredible like thunder goose would would stand behind this anime. yeah well stamp of approval yeah. for sure um if you had so if you were in control I mean, you can make this shorter you can make it a little longer it's sure. up to you but if you were in control of creating like a season two what would you focus on personally i wouldn't focus on Deckham at all okay and i wouldn't focus on ginty at all it would all be about nona interesting it would be about nona and her 
and more of her backstory and her actual quest. Because mm-hmm. what I think it really comes down to is 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 Nona is the is the chess master in this show. Yeah, like she is the one that set this all into motion. She's the one that I think kind of sets up Deku or Deku Deku shit Deku. Oh Deckham. my god! <laughs> yeah, she puts him in the bar. I want to know more about the actual game master, which seems to be Nona, yeah. and I think that's ultimately what what season two need to be about is her her duel her pool game with oculus yeah you um dude you know what's so funny is i was actually almost wanting to change like my answer to some degree when we were like oh who do you want to know more about or whatever and because nona is definitely one of those people who i would love to know her past so that would be an amazing that'd be an amazing uh season two having having like her past and and then maybe like her past to present to maybe even future with her uh you know beef with oculus um i i do i think it would be one of two things which is i know is a little cheap of an answer but i do think it would i would either love to watch ginty from the moment that he changed them to like the void to i would like to see from there and again, this would be selfish, but maybe him feeling guilt, right? So there would be. That's some, what I was thinking too. So like, 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 so his, like having something with yeah. his story, but it ha- it would have to have to have to start with him feeling some remorse for what he did, and then going from there. Even at the end, at the end, if he's like, "Nope, I've done a lot of right things," justified. or whatever, that's fine. I don't care. But you would have to start from there, and I would like to hear his story. Um, and then the other side would be just, you know, uh, somewhat of a generic anime uh, idea of just like, you know, Oculus kind of tries to take over or destroy some stuff. And then like the other people, uh, the other arbiters kind of go against him. But maybe some of the other arbiters that we maybe we haven't even met are totally on Oculus's side. And we have more of like a war within the realm. Again, not necessarily like like hardcore like you could give me 12 episodes of that and just have some different fight scenes maybe people don't even die but maybe they do because all they do is turn back and that, that would that would change the whole dynamic again because arbiters don't die but then if you if you had this dichotomy or this like these these like fight scenes where people are really getting killed or or their existence is getting snuffed out and that's what death is and maybe it's not even a quote-unquote real death that could be a really interesting like way to do it too. I want to see a 64 player tournament within the world of Death Parade and I want to see 64 different arbiters duke it up in a tournament style bracket. There you go. Kind of like the Ragnarok. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Record of Ragnarok. Yeah. Thanks for ending right when the good fight was going to start. You, uh, between piece the, of shit who's ass. it between? Uh, it's uh, Hercules and, and, and no, no, Hercules, Adam already went. It was Hercules and uh, Jack the Ripper. That's right. Dude, what I was a like, weird and, and show. I, huh? And I was like, why are you ending right there, you dumb motherfuckers? Like, I want to watch that. Like, I've been waiting for all of these good people. And then you're like, Jack the Ripper. Read the, the, read the manga. Gonna... Read the manga. I will. It's not Did you read long. it? I've, I'm like halfway through it. Okay. Is it worth it to read it? Yeah. Okay. It's, it's if only to see who gets we, matched so up maybe with one of our maybe next uh, YouTube we can talk about that one because I, I have a lot of yeah. thoughts about about that on the, the 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 anime or the manga the anime because I read it okay read, I, I mean why, I'll, I'll watch, watch the anime and see if there's anything different because I haven't watched the anime yet. oh so you read it before you even knew about oh someone told me about it pro- I think it might have been James honestly interesting but it was like 
he's like, yeah, it's just a bunch of historical figures like duking it out. Yeah. And I'm like, what do you mean historical? That's super dope. And he goes, you know, like Adam from Adam and Eve and yeah. Thor from Greek mythology. Right. And you and ha- like, yeah. You know, you're like, okay. <laughs> yeah. It's super cool. <laughs> I love cool. so the idea. Amazing. So whoever made that anime, amazing idea. I don't, I haven't finished it. So obviously, so I don't know if it's and, like actually a good and the way ending. they characterize these people is amazing. Dude, the way Adam is an awesome character. Genius. Genius mindset. That, again, that's what I want to talk about, but we'll do it. We'll do it later. Um, but yeah, so yeah. Th- so Death Parade, uh, amazing anime. Go watch it if you haven't watched it or haven't been, you know, watching it with us. And uh, you know, yeah, super, super amazing. Yeah, it com- uh, our combined score averages out to a nine point two five yeah. out of ten. Uh, that should be a reason enough for you to to, li- to watch the anime. Hopefully, that means you guys have already. If you're listening now, that means you've already watched it alongside us. Right, but. If Regardless. not, maybe we convinced you to watch it because maybe yeah. you don't want to waste your time watching something. Because ultimately, Joel and I can't do a, a an accu- like a, a full job of actually explaining it. Yeah, we're not going to give you the same emotional pull, yeah. you know, that the that the anime would. So, so. yeah. Uh, but that's it for Death Parade. That is the series dive of Death Grand. Parade. We have a couple uh, house cleaning thi- or shit. What's the word for it? I don't know. Um, house cleaning. I was thinking of uh, housekeeping. I don't housekeeping. Know. We got some final things to talk about, which I'll let Joel kind of lead on. Yeah. Um, but it's going to be more about our next series. So if you right. got this, totally go for a dog. Yeah. So um, we are going to be switching the game, but we've given you two two good series dives um, of animes that we really love and enjoy, and um, we're going to go back to some of them B movie. Uh, garbage or amazingness that we can find. Um, well, real, real quick, yeah. they're, all, they're all garbage. Just some of it's good well, garbage, right? I mean, yeah, <laughs> totally true. So, um, we're we're definitely just trying to find uh, you know, things again that we that would make us laugh and enjoy uh ourselves. And uh, this theme last time it was like you know killer killers or killer something. Um, and then this this theme is going to be animals. Um, so pretty much anything that has an animal main theme, uh, we're going to be going uh, with that um, instead of inanimate yeah. objects. <laughs> We've got our first one uh, set up already, yeah. which actually does cost some money on Amazon Prime. Yeah, it's like one... Uh, it's, it's like two, two, bucks. Y- two, it's two bucks. bucks. So yeah. like if you're all in the fork out the two bucks, watch alongside with us. Uh, we'd appreciate that. But that movie is... Moose. It's called Moose the Movie. Moose the Movie. Uh, and I will maybe we'll have a link in the description for it this next week. But good God, this looks like trash. But also, it looks like it's well produced. Well, that's the thing. It's like I think we're we're not all not all these movies will be that. But I think we we're gonna try to find the movies that just look the most entertaining to us, and some of them will be very well produced. And then some are going to be very poorly produced because they just have a really low budget and it's a funny idea. Um, and sometimes yeah. that makes it better. So sometimes having a good budget actually ruins your film and sometimes it makes it better. And then sometimes not having a budget ruins your film or sometimes it makes it totally better. So we we will see. Um, but that's what we're going to be doing uh, next. And then, um, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll tease a new, uh, a new movie next week you know what we're doing next so but we'll, we'll keep a new series going on it's been a while since we've done b movies it's also possible we might have a guest next week yes so we'll see we'll talk about that more too yeah absolutely um until then are we good we will see you friends later thunder babies out thunder babies that's what you guys are now <laughs> luke just made it up you're a thunder baby for life wah 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 wah!
listening. We hope you have a wonderful day and we'll see you again next week. Thank you.